Welcome to the Keto Life Podcast, your place for all things keto. We'll cover tips, strategies, and research that will help you get the most out of your ketogenic diet. Now, here's your host, Michael Lee. Hey guys, how are you today? I'm your host, Michael Lee, back for the second episode of the Keto Life Podcast. So, I hope you'll enjoyed the last one. If you haven't, go back on iTunes or uh, Spotify or many other platforms and have a look for it for yourself. The Michael Lee uh, Keto Life Podcast and talk a bit about myself and about how the keto lifestyle works. So uh, we're going to dive in even further today and we're going to talk a little bit about the benefits of keto and things that and my experiences with it and uh, other people that I've uh, coached with it. So that should be interesting. So it's been a big week for me. Um, still doing the keto, going hard. It's been... What did I say the last week? It's been nearly what eight or nine months, and I'm still going strong. So I had a really good week of my eating. I've sort of got that down pat now with uh, how I eat and what I do. It's quite fun, and uh, yeah, I'm not bored of the food. So a lot of people, when they start doing uh, keto, they start they they get, they get a bit. They think they're going to get bored of it, but when you're eating high fat foods all the time, it's pretty hard to get bored of high fat foods because it always tastes so delicious, and that's what I love about it. So one thing I'll have to say to you though, cheese. I could literally just talk a whole podcast about cheese because I love cheese and cheese is basically uh, a main reason why I stay on keto because you can eat cheese. I probably shouldn't eat as much as I do, but God, I love cheese so much. Um, Anyone out there who loves cheese, let me know because I love cheese. So yeah, um, a big part of keto. So my, 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 I I did actually eat a bit of uh, crap on Saturday night, which was uh interesting so it was pizza and uh pasta and stuff like that but i felt a bit crappy but i went and did two hours of cardio yesterday did all the things i needed to do to get myself back into ketosis and uh i didn't actually check but i believe i am i feel pretty good today on this public holiday so i'm recording this podcast on yeah the, i think it's the uh labor day holiday or whatever it is today so it should be fun it's a beautiful day outside so i hope you're all enjoying yourself but if you're listening to today or tomorrow but anyway uh let's get a little bit into this podcast now hey so today we're going to talk about the benefits of keto because if you're listening and you just started out you may not be sure of you know what what really are it's this word keto and you it's such a buzzword going around right now and people get a go what is it how does it work i get messages all the time and tell me exactly what it means and people think it means another thing like it's the atkins diet or something like that and it, it can get it's getting a it's getting a really good name for itself but it's also getting kind of a uh, like somewhat skewed in the industry because people aren't sure they're just ignorance fuels hatred and when when people don't understand something they generally dislike it so the one main reason why I started this podcast and um, why I started keto is because I want people to get a full understanding of the benefits of it and what it does and what it doesn't do now, um, there was an interesting podcast which I listened to, well, halfway through listening to. It's the Joe Rogan podcast, which is the number one podcast in the world. I suggest anyone that listens to podcasts, and if you're listening to this, you probably listen to podcasts. So um, the Joe Rogan podcast, it's a fantastic podcast, and they've got uh, Dom uh, D. Agostino, and, uh, who's a massive, he's a doctor and is a massive keto advocate, and they've got uh, Dr. Lane Norton, PhD, on there, who's a natural bodybuilder who's fantastic with nutrition and stuff like that. And and he kind of, uh, they're playing uh, devil's advocate to each other and uh, sort of arguing the, the case between keto and eating carbs and things like that. So have a listen to it. It's very, very good. And they're, they're both very, very smart guys. But one thing they both did agree on um, is that you need a calorie-restricted diet if you want to uh, lose body weight. 
regardless. So if you're not if you're not if you're not eating in a calorie deficit, you're probably not going to lose weight. It doesn't matter if you do keto, vegan, um, paleo, mac if your macros fit all these type of diets it doesn't matter if you're not eating to the to under what your body needs then you're not going to lose weight now one thing interesting uh dr lane norton said was which i agree thoroughly with is if if you say i've worked out my macros i've got it on my fitness pal i've got all this figured it out and i should be in a thousand calorie deficit i should be losing a kilo a week it may seem on paper that way, but you're probably not. Then there's other things that go into and get into get involved with that, which I, I won't go into now. But there's 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 uh, metabolic issues, hormonal issues, all these sort of things, and uh, you may you may not be burning as many calories as you think, or you may not be eating. You might be eating more. It just depends on a lot of things, but it generally will come down to calories in versus calorie out to a certain extent. Um, so with keto, a lot of people think, oh, I can just eat whatever I want and just go crazy. No, that's not one of the benefits of keto. The one thing that keto does, and uh, we'll get into this later, is that it benefits you by uh, allowing you to eat in a calorie deficit because you're not hungry all the time, because you have more energy, uh, because you're not craving carbs. It allows you to maintain that kind of uh, calorie restriction without too much problem, without requiring a whole lot of discipline. And that's the beauty of it all. So let's dive into it now about the, what are the benefits of keto. Um, all right. All right, next slide. Okay, so what are the benefits of keto? Uh, there are seven main benefits to the ketogenic diet, which is what I just said before, but the very first one is weight loss. I'm going to go into these all in detail in a sec, but most people who start the ketogenic diet do it for weight loss. I didn't do it for weight loss, but it is an excellent thing to keep weight off or lose a ton of weight and feel really good and not require tons of discipline to do it, uh, which makes it for a great lifestyle di- diet. Uh, it helps appetite control, which it basically leads to weight loss. But if you're at a busy lifestyle and such like that, having uh, you know not having to eat all the time is pr- pretty cool, and you don't have to you know worry about yeah every two hours that sort of thing. Number three, better, better mental focus. This is something that's fantastic with keto. The clarity and the mental focus you get out of it is amazing. Number four is more energy. Uh, feeling good all the time, have, having those ketones pumping, uh, really does make you feel more consistent with your energy, not only for a short period, but for over a whole day. You, you feel like you never run out of steam. It's muscle sparing, so it allows you for, uh, just with, due to the nuco, uh, gluconeogenesis, uh, which I'll go into more detail later, it's, it's really good at stopping muscle tissue breakdown, making it anti-catabolic. Uh, increases the levels of HDL, which is high density lipoproteins, which is which in layman's term is the good cholesterol, and also lowers blood pressure. Those are the seven main ones, and it can dramatically lose uh, make you lower blood pressure, which is fantastic. So let's dive into this, and we'll talk a little bit more about each one of these in a bit more detail. Um, okay, so we'll go to the next one: weight loss. So because there is a decrease in glucose and an increase in the metabolism of fat, ketosis has a ton of benefits. Its unique ability to induce weight loss is just one of them. Although that uh, being said, as I said again, you need to be in a calorie deficit. You, you can, if you're eating 5,000 calories a day of fat and you're not, not, and you're not, and you're not burning that many, you're probably not going to lose weight. You probably may even maintain, or if not, probably put on weight. So I wouldn't suggest uh, just indulging. But because of the uh, mechanisms in place with keto, it's very hard to want to eat insane amounts of calories because you get so full and so satisfied in your stomach, you actually don't want to. One of the only diets, or probably the only diet I've ever been on, where I never, where I never feel like I need to eat more. I can, 
but I don't feel like I need to. And uh, that's that's a massive that has a massive impact on uh, on you losing weight. So keto has a four pronged effect on your for weight loss. So it's a it's it ha, it's efficient for fat metabolism. So your body gets really fat adapted. So it gets burns fat a lot easier, um, uh, and your body gets used to burning it. So it is is efficient for fat fat metabolism, and it is increasing energy. So you're feeling good when you're feeling good, and you have a lot of energy. You don't really feel like eating crap. It's like so when you. I would say, so let's say, for example, most people in their lives, when you're feeling really good, you're happy, you've got all that energy running around, you almost forget to eat half the time when you've got energy. Energy and low energy is a massive cause. So most people, when their blood sugar drops, uh, 10 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 7, 8, and 9 o'clock at night, you generally, that's when you crave and all the sugar and all the crap to give you that uh, increase in energy because it's just your natural body's way to go, I need some sugar, I need to, I'm pumping it out. When you're, when you're, when you're predominantly using blood sugar, uh, and glucose uh, and glycogen for energy, your body just wants to go crazy and just goes, I need sugar. It just crazy. It's natural. It's natural human human nature to want to do that. So you'll uh, it'll so the the third prong effect is you stop craving carbs. You just really don't feel like eating carbs because you're not really running on that. So your body doesn't crave it. You're more you know you don't really crave fat either. But it, it it's one of those things you just stop craving it when. Um, the shit test that I did, I don't know if I said it last week, but the shit test was, uh, for me, was going down at a Starbucks. When I when I dieted last year, I did an eight-week challenge and I tried to lose a heap of weight uh, with my wife at the time. And I was doing a regular bodybuilding diet, high protein, moderately low, moderate to low fat, um, and moderate to low carbs, When depending. I was eating carbs around when I was training and stuff, so I was having a decent amount of carbs. Or go down to Starbucks or go get a coffee, and all I felt like doing was eating that bloody biscuits and cakes and I'd make mental notes in my head about what I was going to eat and when I was going to eat it when the when the, when the um, eight-week challenge was over and stuff like that. Now when I go down and, and I'm on keto, I don't feel like it at all. I could eat it, but I don't feel like it, which is such a great benefit to me. I love the feeling that I don't require massive amounts of discipline to stay on track because I am eating plenty of fat and it feels good all the time. So it's awesome. And it stops hunger too. So you just don't feel hungry. Which is great because it can get in. It can it can stop the productivity of your lifestyle when you're not hungry. Um, you don't think about that because it's a primal urge to want to, when you're hungry to eat. So it's almost um, so, uh, take goes to the top of the priority list of, of of your needs when you're trying to be productive and do your job. And all you can think about is food. Uh, it can make things a little bit tough in your busy lifestyle. Uh, but as I said, you must be calorie deficient. Deficient. If you're not calorie deficient, um, it kind of negates it. So. It does make it easy to be calorie deficient on keto. So get that straight. People who go about how crap it is and, you know, they're, they're looking at keto the wrong way. They're not looking at it. They're thinking that people who, or there are people who advocate that it's just the most amazing for weight loss because it has all these metabolic benefits. It has a few, but there's other diets that have metabolic benefits as well. But the best thing about this is it gets rid of those things that I think stop people from um maintaining uh, good weight loss is because they, they it requires discipline and that they, yes it's good for some people who are just have massive amounts of discipline could do it you know day in day out they're like machines and soldiers but most of us for lifestyle generally don't have or do have discipline but just don't have it in this area nor do you want time for it you just want it something that's easy um, easy to follow stops you craving food all the time and gives you plenty of energy because when you're not hungry, because when you're hungry, you want to eat anything. You want to, You're craving all this crap, crap stuff. Uh, when you when you when you when you're uh, not craving carbs, because your body's using ketones. Uh, when you're uh, uh, have plenty of energy, those three things. If you can get those going, 
and you've got all those three things, you don't feel like food. That's why, hence, a lot of people on keto, they miss meals and stuff, and they don't even think about it because they don't drop energy, they don't crave carbs, and they're not hungry. So when you've got all those things negated, it requires way less discipline, and it's much easier coming from a good position to, to eat well and eat good So um, and eat well all the time and not ever deviate because it doesn't require a lot of discipline because eventually that will run out. Eventually, a party will come along. Eventually, uh, you're going to have a week or two of holidays when you just lose it and because you have quite a lot of discipline, you just let go, or your routine breaks and things like that and I'm not saying that I don't uh, break from routine I did on Saturday I just said it but it's very easy for me to get on track because I, I I feel there's a negative feedback loop when you start eating heaps of carbs and stuff again. You actually feel like crap and tired and don't want to do it. And you just crave that ketogenic feeling where you where you feel lean in the stomach. You have plenty of energy. You're not craving any food because it, it just sucks. You're going back to all these cravings and stuff again. It's hard to concentrate. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's number one tip. Uh, the number one reason for uh, doing keto. Uh, next. So appetite control, as we spoke a little bit about this before, but you may get a little bit of increasing cravings for the first week on the ketogenic diet um, because your body's still in the petrol cycle. So your body's still using blood sugar or glucose, things like that. And um, let me get this straight. I'm not saying your body doesn't ever use, it doesn't have an insulin spike or anything like that. It does. It absolutely does. When you're doing the ketogenic diet, it it never completely shuts down your um, your pancreas in that because there's carbs in everything. You're going to get a little bit of a response with everything everything you eat or some, you know, it's going to happen. So don't, don't think that you completely shut down all energy systems generally run all at one time. So you're going to have a little bit of insulin, uh, uh, insulin response and that sort of thing when you're doing the keto diet. So don't, don't think that it isn't because some people say that doesn't, that's BS. You know, the, you're still running on, um, on a little bit of that because it varies. That's why if you pee on a keto stick, sometimes after meals, you, you may not be in full ketosis or you, you, the level changes from the time because you, there was still maybe an insulin response when you're eating because there is carbs. You can't eat no carbs. It's impossible. And I, I wouldn't recommend it anyway. You need the fiber and stuff like that in your diet. And there is essential carbs. You still need a few carbohydrates in your diet. You're just trying to cut it down to a minimum on what you're on bare, bare essentials. Um, the, when I talk petrol cycle and diesel cycle, what I mean is that it's just easy to understand. You know, when you're basically running on glucose and glycogen, you're running on the petrol cycle. When you're running on um, ketones, you're running on diesel. My opinion, it's more efficient. Uh, you will still you will still be able to eat, but your cravings will stop for carbs. So that's a massive thing. You stop craving carbs. You and you you you, you your hunger stops slows down. But the thing is, you don't feel like it's um it's completely getting rid of your like need to not eat. Like you can go and eat and have a meal and it feels good, but you don't, you don't necessarily need it. You're coming in a place of non-neediness and you're just doing it because you have to eat and, and or you're enjoying the food. So rather than going, Oh, I'm hungry. And you just have these weird cravings that you get sometimes when you just, when you're running on the, 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 the sugar cycle, you're, you, you, you come from a much better place. You don't feel like you can stop when you want to stop. You don't have to have massive, massive meals and things like that. So you don't, you don't need to fill yourself up because you're already full, which, is, which makes really, really good. There's such a great benefit. Uh, you get high levels of leptin on a high-fat diet opposed to a high-carb diet. And leptin is this hormone your body produces when it causes you to not feel hungry. So high levels of leptin are great. So a lot of people, when they uh, diet down and uh, they're dieting and they're getting leaner, that actually can decrease. So high-fat diets actually stop that. One thing I found when I competed recently is that I was down to a super low body fat, really ridiculously low, around 3%, and I wasn't hungry at all. Like I didn't crave that much food at all, considering the last time I competed, I did. 
I felt like eating crap all the time. So yeah, it, it does really reduce that, that hunger right down. It gets right down to next to nothing. So I must admit getting on the, getting on the, on the, on the, on the ketogenic diet has really allowed me to, to, to stay at a lean level and not be hungry because that's the secret that people don't realize is the leaner you get, the higher leptin levels, oh, sorry, the lower your leptin levels get and you get really hungry. Actually people on, um, they're actually, it's, it, you're supposed to be, uh, it tells your body that it's full, but what, apparently when you're holding a lot of weight, you're both supposed to be, have high levels of leptin, but the problem is people get insulin resistance and stuff like that from eating processed crap all the time. So you get a lot of overweight people who have, uh, no leptin levels and they, they're craving food all the time too, and they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, it is actually a great hormone that your body tells you it's full, so it stops you from getting, um, gaining weight. But people have circumvented this by eating processed food all the time. Uh, high carb diets can lead to leptin resistance. Sorry, not um, insulin resistance, leptin resistance. Yeah, yeah. So you could high carb diets are bad for that. Whereas low carb, high fat diets generally lead to a lot of leptin, which makes you feel full all the time. It's such a great thing to have on the on the ketogenic diet. Uh, number three, it allows for better mental focus. Carb diets cause problems because of the rise in fallen blood sugars and it's hard to maintain focus. And I completely agree with this because you're, one, it's, uh, you, it's so limited having carbohydrates. You've got to eat constantly and regularly to maintain that blood sugar level, keep it at a nice consistent level, keeping you, making sure you're getting the right GI levels and stuff like that. So you're not getting massive spikes in insulin and then you're getting it dropped down and you feel like crap and then you feel good and then you feel like crap and then you feel good and you feel like crap. And like I was saying before, when you're hungry all the time, really hard to just just concentrate on what you're doing. And when your blood sugar levels drop, you just want to eat crap and you can't focus and it's just not good. So one thing that keto does it, it better than just about anything is it allows for better mental focus. You stay consistent and calm. You're able to get more things done. You're more productive, those sort of things. Um, so when the brain uses ketones as an energy source, it's a consistent source of energy and it's almost never dips. So your body will just start start drawing on body fat, things like that, if you run out of fat, that sort of thing. So ketones are excellent for that and it's a very easy source of energy for your, your brain to use. It may be initially hard to do it when you're trying to get into ketosis and uh, and you may feel not feel like the opposite of mental focus, but eventually you get there and it feels great. It really does. It's like I said, it's only nine months now and I'm, I have great mental focus and clarity. I feel pretty consistent all day long. I don't have to rely on carbs as my, as my crutch to get me up and keep me up. Uh, ketones are bodies, uh, bo uh, ketone bodies are known to increase people's euphoria, feelings of euphoria in some people. So you do, you feel good. You have this great sense of like well-being and, 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 and wonderful, you know, a wonderful nature. I found that since I've been doing it, I have, I've been more caring, more empathetic to people. I've, I've, uh, been more in touch with myself. Uh, and like I was saying, the feeling that, uh, when I had my marriage breakdowns, this really helped me in terms of like me feeling good and me being consistent in my moods and, and emotions and allowed me to, to really get through this at a, at a, in, at a, in a good way, opposed to just losing my, my crap and, you know, what some people do and they break, they break down mentally and stuff like that. It's allowed me to stay focused and focus on things that are good in my life and, you know, the, uh, the things that I need to focus on opposed to just getting, letting my emotions take over and having that euphoric mental focus really does allow for that. So as I said, there was some research done on it with some psychiatric patients, but there hasn't been a lot of research on it. What I'm saying is from anecdotal experience and what I've been going through, but, and I've had other people say the same thing. It really does level out your, uh, your emotional levels. And if you're struggling 
I would definitely suggest something like this for you to really help you and just try because what it does is it, 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 I think uh, psychologically, if um, uh, physiologically, I think I believe it helps uh, anecdotally, it helps uh, emotional levels and makes you feel consistent and good and gives you the euphoric feeling, gives you mental focus. But on a psychological level, maintaining a diet like this and which doesn't require huge amounts of discipline and maintaining and, and getting that going is is great for your self-esteem because it's something that allows you to focus on yourself you you're you're, you're better as a person because you got your diet in check and you're eating well and you you, you got your consistent source of energy and it just feeds back into itself it's a it's a, it's a positive uh, uh spiral it goes up and up because you just keep feeding back and i'm doing well i'm eating well my diet's consistent i'm i'm killing it but also you're getting that physiological feeling of the euphoria the mental focus and they just feed into each other and it builds so I, i'm very proud of myself for being able to maintain such a diet for such a long time i'm not saying it has been i've had times where it's been a little bit but honestly it's been pretty easy and i've never been able to maintain a diet like that for such a long time and i've really found my key i reckon within the first three weeks and anyone that knows me will know that's exactly what i said i said this is a game changer this has changed everything for me. It really has. And that's why I'm sitting here and talking on a podcast podcast right now because I'm telling you now, it's going to change everything. It changes the game. And uh, anyone that's really got into it absolutely loves for it. The first rule of the keto diet is you don't shut the F up about the ketogenic diet because anyone that's really been doing it loves it and can't shut up about it. Hence why I want to do an hour podcast every week so I can talk about it and talk to myself and there's nothing you can do about it. And uh, uh, it allows me just to keep waffling on that I do because I like hearing the sound of my own voice. Not. Okay. And ketosis... Uh, uh, well, ketogenic diet has also been known to show and improves in neurological conditions like Alzheimer's disease. Uh, I've got a client, a friend of mine, she gave her dog MCT oil who had who suffered from some neurological conditions. It stopped that dog from taking $700 a week medication. And uh, the dog has never been better. He's been a wonderful dog, healthy as anything. And uh, it's really given him a new lease on life. And it's been proven in adults as well and people with uh, ADHD, things like that. If you want to watch a really good documentary, watch The Magic Pill. Very, very good and on an insight on how it can help uh, people with with uh, conditions, uh, neurological conditions and behavioral issues uh, when they give them uh, ketogenic diet, especially with MCT oil. So yeah, definitely, definitely the ketogenic diet is going to, I think in the future when they do more research on it, it's going to show that it's going to improve these things. And I, I, in my opinion, I think keto and particularly high good fats like MCT oil is going to change everything in terms of like getting people off medications and getting them to have that to prevent diseases and also to help cure them. Very much, very much so. So better mental, mental focus is important um, and great. So the more energy, we talked about this briefly, but this is a great one. I, you would think the counterintuitive thing to think when you're doing the ketogenic diet, no carbs, I'm going to have shit energy. I'm going to feel like crap. This is no good. How can you live on no carbs? It seems insane. It seems insane. When I first did it, I thought, there's no way I'm going to feel good on this diet. I'm going to feel crap. And uh, But I tell you what, once you get over the ketones, your body is going to go, yes, and you're going to feel good. The thing is, you never get these euphoric highs, like these super high energy levels that you get when you have like a, eat an insane amount of carbs or you eat a big carb meal and you feel great for about half an hour and then you feel crap for like three hours. You don't get that. But what you do get 
is you get these moderate, consistently good energy levels that don't dip off. Whether you eat a meal or you don't eat a meal or you skip meals or whatever, you feel pretty good. Uh, your body your body needs to refuel all the time when you've got glycogen in your, in your muscles and it, and, it, and it constantly, it's only very limited. Whereas ketones can be just keep going on and on and on and on. Hence why it's such for good for endurance events. And it, and it can go with forever in a day. So that's why you don't run out of energy. It's consistent. Though the one thing I must admit is you do get addicted to, like a drug addict, of carbohydrates and uh, having that kind of energy because you get those dizzying highs. And uh, when you're on the ketogenic diet, there will be points, particularly with me, I found that, you know, I might get a bit tired because I actually was tired, not because of, you know, the blood sugar levels in my body. Uh, and you, you kind of crave, you not crave, you kind of want to eat like carbs because you're so used to doing it. You know, like when you, you, you really see when you, when you take something out of your life, you really notice the triggers of what's, what, of what causes that you to trigger. So I found that when I was getting tired that I would trigger myself to, to just want to have carbs. Even though I wasn't really craving it or I didn't really want to eat it, I was like, I need more energy. And you instantly want to go to carbs because I've been doing it for 30, 39 years of my life. So I've stopped doing that now. But yeah, it's a very easy thing to do just to want to go, go and grab for something and go, I need a sugar rush. And what a lot of people do and they eat eating chocolates and biscuits and things like that, uh, sugar coffees and things like that to get themselves going. So the new, the new energy you get from keto is it can take a little while to get used to. But once you get used to it and you realize it's not a roller coaster anymore, it's a nice train, flat train ride that gives you consistent energy forever and a day, then once you wrap your head around that, it's great. It's wonderful. Uh, so your body already has plenty of fat to work with and it can, it can store more fat. So it means that in ketosis, it has an energy source that will never run out. Unless you like, you know, like I was 3% body fat, then your body actually does want to shut down a little bit. I have noticed that there is a limit. There is a limit. I um, got myself down so low body fat, I'm pretty sure my body goes, yeah, we can't throw any more fat from your body. Uh, we're going to just put everything down in emergency shutdown mode for the last two weeks of my comp. Yeah, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have any energy at, at all. And so I think you, there is a certain limit to how much body fat your, your body will run on. I think then it just starts getting a bit scared and it shuts down a little bit. So yeah. I would say it's it's not unlimited, but it, it it most people won't ever get down to that body fat level. But it's pretty good until you get down to about four percent body fat, I think, and then your body starts going no. But uh, like I said, very rare, very rare that anyone will ever get down to that in their entire life, um, unless you're competing in a bodybuilding show. So even then, even people who eat carbs, who eat every diet, don't matter what diet you do, most people feel like crap when they get down to uh, the last two weeks. And if you're not, you're probably not dieting hard enough. Anyway, so yeah, that's, uh, but yeah, plenty of energy. So there's no drop in blood sugar levels. There, there, I mean, like I'm not saying that, that you don't get a little spike in it, but there is a little drop. There's a little drop and um, little increase and little drop. So you will get slight increases in, in your blood sugars and drops in your blood sugar, but negligible if you're eating proper in, uh, ketogenic diet. So on number five, number five is muscle sparing. So the ketogenic diet, in my opinion, is really good for muscle sparing. I proved this by when I competed that I was trying experimenting things, missing meals, all sorts of stuff to see see what would happen to my body, and I didn't see a lot of difference in in terms of like uh, how much muscle how much muscle I lost. Using ketones as energy saves the body from using gluconeogenesis. So as I was saying before, when you're on the on the diesel on the diesel petrol, uh, the di- yeah, when you're on diesel, your body generally won't use protein as fuel. It won't convert through gluconeogenesis into glycogen, uh, sorry, glucose. So it won't need to do that. So it'll very rarely will it do. It will just start drawing on body fat because ketones can't use protein or sugar for uh, fuel. So when you're doing ke- ke- the ketogenic diet, your body predominantly uses ketones. 
So you require to use less protein, hence why you only need 25% protein. Most bodybuilding diets or fitness diets, you generally go a little bit higher. Your body wants to use a little bit more than what it needs, uh, a little bit more. And, and if you're doing, the, if you're doing a, a diet where you've got sugar, uh, sugar in your diet, like you've got a, uh, what do you say, a carbohydrate diet, it's fine because if your body doesn't use it, it'll, it converts it into sugar. And if that doesn't use it, it converts it to fat. So it doesn't really matter. Like if you're on that, you can have excess protein. On the keto, you have to be a little bit careful because if you don't, your body will spill over and it'll start producing uh, glucose. And then you're going to kick yourself out of ketosis from having too much protein. Generally speaking, a lot of people find that they get out of uh, ketosis because of that. Not so much because of the carbs, but because of that. That's gen- that's the general rule. I always look at people's protein levels when they do it. Uh, it makes it easy. It makes it much easier as your body fat gets lower to spare muscle. I found that it's uh, it's a lot easier. You don't have to really make sure that you're eating excessive amounts of protein or anything like that. It's easy on the kidneys too because you, you, if you're having too much protein, your body just pisses it out. So it's not good on you. It's not good on your kidneys. It makes nutrient timing less important important for muscle building and muscle sparing. Because you're not so much running on um, uh, gluconeogenesis, or sorry, you're not running, you don't need excessive amounts of protein to be, just in case your body starts trying to break down muscle tissue. You don't need it as much. So your body doesn't really require it as much, uh, 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 as much like you don't want to be having too much protein after your workouts and things like that because you don't want to kick yourself out of ketosis. People might disagree with me on this one. And uh, if you do, that's good. I'm I'm up for up for being informed, but in my opinion, it doesn't make as much difference with the nutrient timing as it does if you are having a high carbohydrate diet because of the fact that your body doesn't really use much protein uh, for fuel because you're running on fat. Uh, this next one is increases in uh, high density lipoprotein or HDL cholesterol, or better known as the good cholesterol. HDL is the good cholesterol. It carries the cholesterol away from the body and to the liver where it can be reused or excreted. Low-density lipoproteins, or LDL, on the other hand, carries cholesterol from the liver to the rest of the body. So you can see that's not good. So you don't want that. You want the LDL to go down and the HDL to go up. Transporting cholesterol around the body, the HDL collects cholesterol that is not being used by the cells. It brings it back to the liver to be recycled or destroyed, which is awesome. We all want more HDL in our life. HDL is the shit. A low carbohydrate or less than 50 grams is an effective method for raising HDL cholesterol when compared to a traditional weight loss diets that emphasize reducing fat intake. So as you can see, the HDL, the HDL is very, very important uh, when it comes to maintaining a good diet and a uh, good lifestyle. Uh, so you want to have a low carb diet. You want to keep it down low and it will allow that. And also in, in saying that, I've all, there's also done studies on... Um, on uh, saturated fat and there was a meta study done i think i said it last week but they did a meta study saying that the that the uh the saturated fat hasn't has no real indication of causing heart disease or uh cardiovascular disease and an inverse positive relationship saying that if you if people who did eat that it actually rate it actually uh, decreased their chances of heart disease and cardiovascular disease so there's a lot of research coming out now based on this and i'm not just making this up this is a, this is real research uh, with the, the the low carb diet and stuff like that, so it is, there is research coming out to say that this stuff is. It's just people get very uh, resistant to the idea of it and don't even want to do it. Don't want to try it. Don't want to think about keto. They think it's all bad. Yet they've never tried it or done it or done a lot of research on it. It's just they hate it because people don't like change. 
So, you know, if you people, are, if you got someone going on about it and not and never tried it or even done real research on it um, and had a broad look at it, then, you know, tell them to bugger off because it's not, you know, it isn't, it, 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 yeah, that's like everything in life. People don't like change. So, and look, I'm not disagreeing with other diets. They're great. I've tried them all. The only reason I don't like high carbohydrate diets and things like that is because it doesn't allow me to, I'm not disciplined at it. I can't stay with it. I can't stick with it. I find it really difficult to do. And that's the, at, on a, the God honest truth. I don't like them because I can't, I can't, I, one, I don't have the time to be right, making like all those consistent regular meals. Two, I don't, I feel a bit crappy when I eat all the carbs. And three, I, three, I crave carbs all the time. I have an inconsistent amount of energy and I just don't have the time or the willingness to want to do it because I don't want to use all that discipline up to not eat crap. Whereas keto, don't eat as many meals. I feel good all the time. I have a nice berry. I eat more organic, more fresh food than I've ever eaten in my entire life on the ketogenic diet. My diet doesn't consist of, if you go to my Instagram page, just doesn't consist of, you know, bacon and cheese and stuff all the time, although I do love cheese. Uh, it consists of lots of greens and berries and um, meats, grass-fed meats and grass-fed butter and uh, coconut oil and, you know, things like that. I have a really good diet. I love it. And I feel good on it and um, I feel healthy on it. So, People will diss out keto all the time, but I've never ate better in my entire life, even though I might have a high-fat diet. It's just that people hate resistance, and they've never tried it. If you've never tried it and you've never been to the other side, you don't know what I'm talking about. So that's funny. You're going to get a lot of that, but that'll probably change over the next few years. People don't like change. Okay, so it lowers blood pressure. This is crazy. This is something that I've, I've experienced very much uh, myself. So... Uh, a recent trial showed that low-carbohydrate diet with exercise was more effective in lowering blood pressure compared to a low-fat diet compared with the weight loss drug uh, Orsatat and regular exercise. Uh, anyone that's watching on YouTube right now will see that the change is insane. Um, it, the difference on low-fat, uh, they actually increased the blood pressure, whereas on the uh, on the on the low carb, low carb uh, ketogenic diet, there was a decrease in the blood pressure on the diastolic and the systolic. So crazy, what a great trial. And people were saying that, you know, and I know when I went down, I went down to probably 20 or 30 points on my, on my, uh, on my, on, on a, on a ketogenic diet. It's in crazy. So just, just when you're um, doing these, uh, doing your research and stuff or people saying they can't be good for, you know, cholesterol or your blood pressure, Go and just do some uh, Googling and some uh, evidence-based research and show them that it does. It actually really does lower your blood pressure. I know that from a, from a, from a fact because it lowered mine and my dad's. So, and it's wonderful. And blood pressure is a silent killer. So you want that. These carbohydrates and they get you hold, make you hold water and stuff like that. You, you really do. You really do feel a lot better. And uh, it's been great. So uh, those are the seven things that uh, the seven things that are the benefits of the ketogenic diet. Wonderful. There, there is actually way more benefits than that, but those are the seven main ones that most people care about. Like, you, you, there's other little things that that can benefit you, uh, you know, with keto. But if you want, if those seven things, if you not one of those things doesn't appeal to you, then I don't know what does because most people, actually, the first one probably appeals to nearly everyone. The weight loss. 
Uh, there's probably other ones, muscle building. Look, there hasn't been a lot of research on it, but I'm doing it myself personally. I think you can build muscle on, on the ketogenic diet. It's great for endurance. That's one thing. Uh, I train I train people that, that do it and get massive amounts of endurance. I do. I've given diets to people that do insane amounts of uh, exercise, like crazy Spartan races and stuff like that, and they've got amazing amounts of endurance. There's evidence to say that it does. So the benefits of keto, uh, a lot of other things. And I'm telling you now, over the next few years, I'm I, with more research going into this, they're going to prove that the ketogenic diet has a lot of other benefits to it, to it. And they're going to prove it without a shadow of a doubt. Even though there's research now, people are, there's always going to be naysayers and stuff that don't like it. That, and it's such a 180 to what we've been taught and brainwashed with over our life that it's going to cause people to just question everything. And they've been maybe pushing that. So for, I think I'll tell you a good example. Even if you're not doing it, if you're listening to this right now and you don't do the ketogenic diet and you're not sure about it, try this. Most people, when they get up in the morning, will eat oats or you'd say oats, oatmeal or whatever you want to call it is delicious. And most people have that in the morning with some fruit and honey or whatever and think, all right, I'm going to eat some nice complex carbohydrates in the morning with a little bit of sugar, like, you know, fruit, good fruit or whatever. And that's going to be my day. It's going to give me consistent energy all day and do all that. I want you to take, take some time and maybe do two or three days where you don't eat breakfast and maybe just have a coffee or eat nothing. Just, just, just fast for the morning. See how that goes. I like to have a keto coffee where I have coffee, I put a bit of grass-fed butter, MCT oil, and a little bit of heavy cream, and that'll be me for until about one o'clock. Or just have a high-protein, high-fat diet uh, um, breakfast. So like say, have uh, most people won't disagree with this. Have some eggs, say maybe two eggs, half an avocado, some walnuts, and some baby spinach as a, as a, as a, as a breakfast meal instead of having your oats. And tell me the difference of how you feel. I promise you, you're going to feel way more consistent and have way more energy. You're not going to drop off with tiredness by 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock. You're going to feel really good until lunchtime and you won't be hungry at all. That's what keto feels like all the time. Now, all you did was do that. Even people who aren't on keto diets, uh, the great uh, Charles Polkin, who recently just died, rest in peace, he used to recommend that for the morning break is a high-protein, high-fat diet in the morning for breakfast. So there is, and there's a lot of people going around that do do that for, for, for their diets and they still eat carbs for the rest of the day. I'm telling you now, keto, if you do that all day, makes you feel amazing. You don't feel bloated, you never feel hungry, always feels good. So just try that, it's a little experiment. And let me know how you go, just email me at uh, ketolife.mick at gmail.com and we'll, we'll go over it a little bit. But today, yeah, what's been interesting with the seven benefits and I, I, I hope that you got a little bit out of that. If you knew, already knew that, please email me with some more, more benefits that you've got out of it and what you thought out of it because I'd be interested in it and I'll talk about it. So any questions that you have, I, I would really appreciate some feedback and uh, some questions that I can answer on this because sometimes just talking about talking to, talking to myself and not answering on those questions can be a little bit boring because, as I said, I don't, don't mind hearing my own voice, but sometimes I get a bit sick of it. So it, it is interesting. Uh, doing a podcast and you're trying to talk and uh, trying to come up with things to say. Yeah, and especially when you're talking to a, a webcam and a, and a microphone, it is quite fun. But anyway, I like doing it. And, uh, you know, time goes quick. I've already been going for 40 minutes. So, yeah. Uh, so today's podcast, we're finished with today's podcast. And uh, I'll be back next week with another one and some more interesting stuff today. So I, I please, by all means, send me some questions, send me some emails, anything you like, and uh, I'd love to answer them. And uh, we can get more get more happening, some more interaction happening. So 
I really appreciate you coming in for my second podcast. If you made it through the second one, well, congratulations. I really appreciate it. So until next week, um, have a keto kind of day, everyone, and uh, send me emails. Love your work and uh, stay keto, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Keto Life Podcast. Please feel free to leave us a review, rate us, or email at ketolife.mick at gmail.com. Have a keto kind of day, everyone.